I went to the Ontario Federation of Labour's Young Workers Assembly a couple of months ago and spoke to some young people who are shaping the future of the labour movement and their place in it. Can you tell me your name and uh, if you're with a union and if you feel comfortable, how old you are? My name is Paige Kazima. I am the Canadian Labour Congress National Representative for Young Workers, that's a mouthful, and I am 27. So prior to this, I uh, worked at Unifor in Saskatchewan on the Fight Back campaign for the Crowns. Um, and prior to that, I was with the Saskatchewan Federation of Labour as a community organizer. Um, hey, I'm Matthew Nurse. Um, I work at Chrysler Assembly Plant in Brampton. I'm 23 years old, um, and I'm the Youth Committee Chairperson. I'm Aaron Zabach Elvis. I am at IBW Local 353, International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers. Um, I'm on the executive board. I am also the chair, co-chair of the Next Gen Committee, which is our Young Workers Committee for any workers under 35. And then I'm 32, so I'm getting to the end of my part in that point, but I will be trying to get more people lifted up to that position. Uh, my, my name is Kumsa Bucker. I'm with uh, Unite Here, and I'm 24 years old. I'm Denise Martins. I, uh, I'm the communications officer for QP1281, and I'm also on the executive of the Durham Region Labour Council. Uh, my name is Zenny, and I'm with UFCW Canada, and I'm 29 years old. Okay. What's, uh, what's the first job you ever had? Uh, pumping gas at a Husky station when I was 16. <laughs> and what did, what did you learn from that experience? Um, that in Saskatchewan you need to bundle up. <laughs> um, no, but it was a it was a good first job. I had a pretty good I had a pretty good manager. Um, but even even things like assigning who would clean the washrooms, it would always be the young women, uh, stuff like that. So you, you kind of pick up on that and you know use. Uh, you wonder why, because you're 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 young and you're you're just sort of learning those things and about why certain why things are the way they are, and then gaining from that a perspective of why things shouldn't be that way. Uh, the first job was, <laughs> I think I was like 12, so it was mad illegal. Mm -hmm. It was a restaurant <laughs> that I don't want to name just because it would probably be bad for them. But um, yeah, I was just wiping tables mm -hmm. and washing dishes for like. I think it was like six dollars an hour. Wow. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> uh, first job ever. Yeah, I was ever. a bricklayer laborer, slugging brick and mortar at 15 and a half, 16 years old on a construction site every summer uh, when school was off. And what did you learn from that experience? Hard work, patience, and really actually listening to your elders because I was definitely the youngest but you had to push through it they weren't going to be nice they weren't it wasn't going to be easy but it taught me discipline it taught me to watch and learn because they had skills and the reason they got those skills was doing their jobs so that's where I found a lot of value um, I went to Ryerson for biochem and I turned around and went back into the construction trades after because that's what I love doing what Personally, I guess, what experiences uh, could you name or that come to mind that helped you kind of want to explore the power of, uh, of collective organizing and collective action and, and union organizing? Right. So, I mean, going back to when I was like five, I would hold Barbie elections. So it's it's kind of been ingrained in me and my family. It's uh, how we've how we've been brought up. When I first started, I, I work at Rogers Centre, which uh, previously known as Skydome. 
Uh, I was a food service work there, worker there for six and a half years, and uh, I started off there as a non-union worker, uh, and then a year later it became union. So I was actually able to see the difference of what uh, a non-union workplace is compared to what a union workplace is, and then the sort of uh, what the sort of not only the economic uh, sort of uh, impacts that it's able to give to people in terms of higher wages compared to non-unionized workers, but also the respect within the workplace. So uh, fighting for for against anti-black racism, against Islamophobia within our workplaces, something that we uh, many workers face uh, from other coworkers, from management, from customers. So something for me, it's personally driven within for me to sort of address these issues in the workplace because it coincides with the, the issues that we're facing uh, in sort of the overall uh, world today. I started working so young because um, I came from an extremely working class, like non-unionized. My mom was working like two or three jobs growing up and I didn't like seeing that so I started working and I was working all throughout high school. Uh, I stayed in the kitchens thinking that, you know, maybe if I put in enough time, I put in my hours, I learn enough, I can get promotions, maybe work my way up to a chef or a higher position, get a raise, but it didn't happen. <laughs> I just graduated school to get another job. So previous to Chrysler, I was working three jobs consecutively, three different kitchens, seven days a week, anywhere from 12 to 14 shifts. And that's why, I mean, once I got involved with Chrysler and I seen how beneficial the union is to workers, I said, no, I definitely have to get involved and try to help out anywhere I can. Now it's okay to work a job and fight for other people because I know what they're going through, you know? So I can't be selfish saying I'm tired now because I know how tired I was before. So I know what they're feeling. If there was one change that you could see the labor movement make or labor unions themselves to welcome uh, young workers, to uh, engage them in leadership roles, to just do better, what do you think that change should or could be? The 15 and Fairness campaign is doing an amazing job of engaging young people. Uh, they don't look at you and say, hey, are you in a union? They look at you and say, hey, do you want to help out? Uh, so any campaign that just looks at you and says, hey, do you want to help out on this campaign is amazing. And I think 15 and Fairness is, is that. The labor movement just has to do a better job of um, becoming more relevant and more interesting to young people. Uh, for the most part, uh, the decision makers in the labor movement are not as young, uh, definitely not as diverse as uh, the people in Toronto, the people in Ontario. Um, and I think that we do have to make changes uh, around that so that we can actually make energize uh, the labor movement. Um, for the most part, you know, when we're talking about activism, when we're talking about like changes in the legislation, it's kind of boring. But then when you hear stuff like $15, um, you get people, young people specifically who would normally never talk about it, say actually that's cool and actually agree with some of the things that labor folks have been saying. So I think it's a really great way to, tr to it was, it's been a really great way to bring along young people into the conversation around how to improve um, labor standards. The leadership currently, and the hardest part is getting the leadership currently to understand that the mentorship is the key to growing the young leadership because that will be the leadership in 10 years, in 20 years. Um, that's an investment. Well, that's it. It's always been an investment. And we sometimes forget that that's the way we learn. As a trade, I went through an apprenticeship. So I had a mentor, a journeyman, who taught me through my apprenticeship. 
this is just another apprenticeship. You're learning as you go. And it's grabbing those few people that show a little light, a little interest, and making sure they get to these things. They may not want to go. They may not understand. And you push them forward and push them forward because they're going to be the movement and they're going to keep the labor movement, the unions alive in 20, 25 years. And they will give that to the next generation. What else? Yeah, so can you tell me? Avocado Toast is the first podcast series on Atkinson's Just Work It platform for and by millennial workers. 